In a world where more and more people are believing that the emperor is in fact wearing new clothes, we discuss topics new and old with a loose format that we try to keep to. However, we may go off on a tangent and occasionally we may digress. Welcome to Digressing Tangents. met a man the other day who thought the earth was flat. I said, man, you must be crazy. Where the hell is your tinfoil hat? But he spoke with such conviction, and he believed the words he spoke. And something deep inside me knew this couldn't be a joke. But why would he believe this? And why believe such things? Because everybody knows the earth's a ball and that it spins. Well, you must be pretty crazy if you think the earth is flat. Cause we all know that it's a globe And that's a simple fact So I said, what about the photographs That NASA takes from space? He gave a knowing smile and told me Man, those things are fake But what about the videos That I've seen with my two eyes? What about them? He replied, have you heard of CGI? Oh, NASA's faking everything That you have ever seen and as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their line scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Well, I was kind of skeptical, but I have an open mind. And what he said was interesting, and I've got a little time. So I grabbed myself a doobie, and I started watching vids. Cause if NASA's really lying, then they're lying to my kids And as I watched I got angry as I learned of the deceit The global earth deception was right there at my feet Well holy shit this could be true, what if we're not on a globe? The more I learned, the more I yearned, the more I started to grow I upturned every rock of information I could find I started to unlock the truth, the war upon my mind. I had a thousand questions I just couldn't understand. I had to meet that man again, that flat earth man. Oh, NASA's faking everything that you have ever seen. And as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their line scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Well, I caught him up that evening, and he agreed to me. He was very welcoming, and he showed me to my seat. He said, I see you've done some research, my open-minded friend. I know you'll have some questions, which we'll get to in the end. First, take a look at what's on these walls, paintings of a globe. I painted every single one of these, don't you know? You see, back in the day before computers, I was in demand. An artist painting everything I saw upon the land. Landscapes were my favorite, I was awfully good at those. Many people told me that they looked just like photos. And then one day I got a call from a real important dude. He asked me if I'd like a job and said the money's good. 
Well, what's the job, I asked him, then I'll wait for his reply. You'll be painting clothes for NASA, then he promptly said goodbye. Well, I was sworn to secrecy, I could not tell a soul that I just got myself a job with NASA painting globes. My work was published globally in every magazine to fool the people of where we live, a truly evil scheme. See, we don't live on a globe, he said, the earth is truly flat. I've been on the inside and I know that that's a fact. Oh, NASA's faking everything that you have ever seen. And as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their line scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Well, we talked until the sun came up and my mind was truly blown. This man had challenged everything that I thought I thought I'd known. And finally it was clear to me to why these bastards lie. And finally it was clear to me about the reasons why. It's all about control, you know, to get inside your head. It's all about the money, too. They got an awful lot of bread. Fifty million dollars, man, what could you do with that? That's what NASA gets a day to hide the Earth is flat. You see, if they can get you to believe that you're on a spinning ball, well, things like God and creation just make no sense at all. It all exploded from nothing right with their theory of Big Bang. It's true satanic mind control from the Freemasonic gang. You see, it's only Freemasons that get to go to space. They're the evil bastards who are lying to your face. Yeah, NASA's pretty evil, man. The whole thing is such a fraud. The only reason they exist is to hide a loving God. Oh, NASA's faking everything that you have ever seen. And as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their lying scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Yeah, NASA's pretty evil, man. They're a lying scumbag. Take some time, man. Look into it. I did. Now my mind is truly blown. <laughs> the truth will set you free. Today on episode five of Digressing Tangents, we have Dave Weiss of the Flat Earth Podcast, the creator of the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, and a member of the 1998 American Transatlantic Windsurfing Team. So let's get to it. Okay, so a lot of people obviously only know you as Flat Earth Dave. Some of us that have been in the conspiracy world a bit longer will remember sites such as, I mean, it's still going, stoplookthink.com. So my first question, my first red pill question to you is, what was your original red pill before Flat Earth? That's yeah, interesting. Um, I've always been curious my whole life, but the, my original um, big red pill was 9-11. Um, I live here in Connecticut and, um, on the water, and I could see lower Manhattan unobstructed. And uh, in the morning of 9-11, I was supposed to be flying out to Ohio out of LaGuardia, and uh, that flight was canceled, of course. And so I went to the beach, and I looked, I had binoculars, and 
nothing made sense that day. So that was my original red pill. Um, that was probably my first big topic I looked into. And uh, then everything fell apart from there. <laughs> the whole world <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> yeah, quite, quite literally. Yeah, no, it's funny how these... Like, so so basically, for, for as thin edge of the wedge goes, 9-11 is quite a big wedge, isn't it? A 9-11 was the, was the tipping point for me, yeah. Yeah, all right, that's good. Um, so prior to your red pill moment, uh, you're obviously familiar with the film The Matrix, which is what this is based on. It's a documentary. Um, it's the documentary, all right. Um, <laughs> if if you were to take the blue pill, why? What would be the thing that would make you take the blue pill, if anything? You know, I often um, reference The Matrix and how, you know, when Neo was um, at the beginning of the movie, if you look at Neo he was very um, depressed and didn't know, you know, knew something was wrong with the world. Then you look at Neo at the end of the movie, put those two side by side. You can have one person that's in the matrix. And I call, I say the matrix is the heliocentric system. So it's a prison for your mind. So Neo freed, freed his mind. So going back into the matrix, um, you know, the, where where Cypher got the, you know, wanted the blue pill, um, I, I ask many people and other, when I'm interviewing other flat earthers, uh, would you ever take the blue pill? And all of us have the same answer. There's n- there's no way. There's no possible way. So was that your question? Would I take the blue pill? Yeah. Or, or, well, okay. So it, it's, it's kind of a two part. So, I mean, yeah, that's a cracking answer. You, you, you've answered pretty much the same as I have. Um, no, I, I wouldn't take the blue pill. Um, is there something that if, if you could go into a point in time or uh else or you know like in, in cypher's case he, he wants to be rich famous you know beautiful wife and eat the steak and that was that's i mean to me i think that's a bit of a, a cheap sell but you know would you go back for a good steak and what would be that good steak i mean it's a bit of a metaf- metaphorical question but yeah no there's no way you know i often ask um people that are awake to flat earth i say um since you discovered flat earth has there ever been a split second that you've been bored and everyone has the same <laughs> answer they think about it, they go no not at all and think about it boredom and fear are the mind killers well boredom and fear are how they control us they control us with fear they steer our minds with the news which is a, which is an acronym for north east west south um they're steering our minds and they're keeping us in fear with all the nonsense from nuclear bombs to asteroids to running out of food, overpopulation, boogeyman floating through the air, all the all of this stuff. And then once you wake up to uh, the reality that we're not on a spinning globe flying through an infinite space vacuum, then all of that fear goes away. False evidence appearing real. And yeah. you uh, you're never ever bored i could be stuck in a three-hour traffic jam i'm like all right this is cool i got three hours to you know listen to stuff and talk to people and um there's never enough time when you're a flat earther that's that's a a very very valid point i mean even if i run out of podcasts i've got um some of the best music on my phone you know and it's you know alex you know uh, flat earth man yeah uh david j Karen. Uh, ODT, you know, I've got, you know, I've got a 
quite a comprehensive playlist and I can just put that on and just, yeah, like you say, just chill out and just enjoy myself regardless of what I'm listening to. Uh, absolutely. Good, good, good call there, Dave. So the, the, like, the next two, we're cracking through these quite fast. That's nice. Um, Black Pill. What is your worst case scenario? Worst for, case scenario oh, for the world? Yeah, for everything. Like the way things are going. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know. It, it goes, I'm not going to say the whole parable, but you know the parable where, you know, the farmer, uh, 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 you know, back, uh, his son falls off a horse and breaks his leg yes. and everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. right? You, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. the parable, right? I know, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, it, what's what's the worst case scenario? I kind of think that this world is going to split in, you know, a couple different directions. And when I say split, I mean the people that are in fear are going to go down that fear road, and the people that are in the upward spiraling mode are going to spiral upwards, and and everything's going to change. So, what do I? Th- what's the, the black pill? Um, the black pill that appears to be coming, and again, this all depends on how many people buy it. Because if we don't buy it, yeah. it doesn't happen. But the problem is they 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 control most of the minds by keeping them in the heliocentric matrix, and they have people um, bringing forth the what the new world order wants, which is famine, lots of death, um, you know, and a whole reset of the world. So. Worst case scenario, worst pill, red pill scenario, or black pill scenario is a depopulation event of, I'm not going to give you a number, I'm going to give you a percentage of about 80, 90% of the world. Um, I don't believe there's 8 point whatever billion people. I don't think the number is anywhere near that. No, so, I, I, I. So when you say, you know, you know, 7 billion people have to die to do that, um, I don't think there's 7 billion people. But. The way things are going, uh, it very it, you know it could happen unless there's some um, divine intervention, if you will, and you know anything is possible. So, what's going to happen? I don't know, you know. And and saying it's the worst case scenario, look at it this way. And I don't want to say that we're in a simulation, but we're in we're in a a a game, if you will. We're here having an experience, and when it's over. It's not over. You're just out of the game until either you come back or go somewhere else. So, so if you you know bought a um, a video game, or let's say a shoot 'em up video game, and you went in and nobody shot at you, you'd be pretty bored, you know. But yeah. if everyone shot at you and you were fighting for your life and doing the best you can and making it to the next level and 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 you know helping your teammates, and then all of a sudden it it ended, you'd be like, wow, that was amazing. So. I don't judge anything as good, bad, black pill, whatever you want to call it. Um, I just think this is the most amazing ride uh, anyone could ever ask for. And we all chose to be here, in my opinion, at this time. Yeah, very, very very Bill Hicks. I like that. Yeah, it's all a ride. And you can once you realize it. You mean Alex Jones? Um, well, <laughs> I was going to say very, very Alex Hicks, but I thought, I thought a lot of people might not get that. Um, yeah, no, that's that's great. So I, I'm going to say end on, but we're, let's say we, we've got plenty of time left. So yeah, plenty of time, if you want to talk plenty tomorrow. of time. No, no, that's fine. And I, I'll I'll ask you the the last question for the, for the podcast sake, and then we can um, circle back around to 
some some flat earth stuff which would be nice um so your white pill then david what would be what would be your ideal white pill scenario a white pill scenario which i believe is probably is very likely um is that people wake up very fast and that it's if you know anything about the tipping point uh, there's a book, an old book called The Tipping Point. It talks about how things start off slow and then they kind of hockey stick curve and go right up. And the information about flat earth and that awakening is um, is really at that hockey stick acceleration point right now. It is growing so fast. And it really it's going to happen overnight while we're sleeping one night. Um, it's going to go viral where we're it's just going to go to a million people. Then it's going to go to 10 million people. Then it's going to go to 150 million people. And then it's going to go to the rest of the world. Um, literally in a very, very short period of time. Now the elite don't want that because the elite want us in a situation where um, you are living in fear, where you don't have fear removed. All flat earthers um, have removed fear. Fear is literally off the table. Um, once you understand what this place is. So they don't want that and they're going to do everything they can to stop it. Now, when I say, you know, when you, when you back a psychopath into a corner, um, they usually flip the table over and try to destroy the whole room. I don't know if the elite actually have the ability to do that without our permission. So the question is, um, will people fall for this nonsense enough and, you know, bang the war drums? You know, we had to bang the war drums after 9-11 for them to go to war in the Middle East, and everybody did, including me. But now they're trying to get us to bang the war drums about, you know, Russia and, and all this other nonsense. Um, but people aren't buying it. And I see people waking up. So the white pill that I see is a mass awakening happening as early as sometime this year, you know, with definitely within the next couple of years. And once people wake up, the elite are finished. They're done. It's over. All governments crumble. All you know, higher education crumbles. It all comes down. All monetary systems crumble. And that's going to be, uh, it could be a, a difficult time um, for people, but it's, it's, it's the key to freedom. It's, you know, if you live in the matrix, the heliocentric uh, prison for your mind, you are a slave and you will never be free. And that's why, you know, with all the nonsense going on in the world that I'm pushing so hard to help people wake up and it's working. There's people waking up and they're waking up other people. You know, um, yeah. I assume you have my app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon and Zodiac Clock app. The number of people on there is growing exponentially and um, it's it's helping people wake up. You know, we're using I'm using their technology um, against them to you know help people connect, you know. If you have, if you're a soul truth seeker in your own town, you, know, you, you, you might be talking to a few people and, and might be a little shy, but let's say you met two or five or 10 others in your town, you all get together and now you're now a superpower. You're now, you know, when you yep. when two or more people get together, your, your ability to manifest, to influence, to uh, spread information gets, gets multiplied geometrically, you know, astronomically. <sighs> So yeah, I know absolutely no, and obviously yes, I I do I do have the app. I, um, I was one of the trialers because we we talk a lot on Skype back and forth sometimes, um, because uh, you know you'll know me as as Rob McKenzie 
on Skype. Right. Yeah. So, and obviously I, I, we obviously chat via um, obviously Skype directly sometimes and sometimes through the uh, strange world kind of group that we, yep. we put together. So yeah, no, and I've, I've met people using the app, which is obviously fantastic. That's the whole point of it. Um, and, and you're right. I think there was, I, I thought the tipping point was in 2019. I'd, I'd just been to a flat earth conference uh, later on that year. And the atmosphere was very, very powerfully positive. And then, yeah. then in 2020 came around and all our plans to push everything forward got scuppered by this. Uh, they, they we, We've you, had five, four or five conferences um, since 2020 uh, down in South Carolina. Oh, yeah, so yeah. The, on a, yeah, I'm saying. Oktoberfest, which the uh, next one's in October. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah, it did kind of push us back a little bit. You know, and I always joke and not so jokingly joke. That um after my Ruth interview, the 102-year-old woman um, who <laughs> yeah. said that the earth, uh, you know, she was taught flat earth. And I encouraged everybody to go into nursing homes and it was going viral. Literally the next week, they shut down all nursing homes and nobody can get into them. Yeah, I, I, I said that to uh, Mark on the last show. I said, do, do, do you think that, like Dave said, it's possible that we, we triggered this? They, they, it was there ace up the sleeve to stop to stop us dead briefly but they stopped yeah. everyone just briefly uh so now we're we're oh, I'm not i hate saying on on the back foot because we're always taking a step forward um which, which again is obvious with some of the arguments like the the globe arguments have still stayed firmly you know 2000 years in the past where we every time they give us uh, a puzzle to solve we solve it and move forward every time we ask them to pro- prove something they just stumble over the words and say you know aristosthenes and gravity and then they seem to think they've won the argument um so but well well it is um I, I made the analogy the other day um about the emperor's new clothes and i said imagine you heard about the emperor's new clothes but you never made it to the parade so now you're relying on everyone else's word that is his clothes were brilliant. Jermaine, so you weren't even there to witness the fact that the guy was naked. You just hear, you know, the crowd saying, oh, you should have been there. It was great. So then you just go along with, oh, yeah. And then someone tells you, you know, three, four years later, did you know about the emperor's new clothes? Oh, yeah, I I heard all about it, you know. And that's that's the vigor in which they kind of defend the globe without having been to the parade or seen it. People that think it's so cool that Elon Musk sent a car into space but none of them saw the video. No, they just were, uh, they just heard it on the radio and on the news, and yeah. maybe they saw one picture, but they didn't actually bother to watch the nonsense that they showed us. Um, and they met, and, there's and, a, sorry, go on. No, good. Is it? No, no. I was, I was going to say there was a lot of critical information that was missed when people talk about that. There's the obvious fact that no Tesla dealership has a big poster of it in space as some kind of huge advertising logo. And they also said it was just a straightforward car. They just took it, put it in the, the ship, and sent it straight in space. So the, the tires were bog standard. The paintwork was bog standard. Nothing was space hardened. So what they've basically said is NASA really doesn't have to spend any money doing anything other than making an aluminum car. Jermaine. But, you know, that, that, if, that, if they could get that far in the first place but that's that again that's another another kettle of fish isn't it so but what's so in your obviously vast experience in in the subject 
what one what one thing would you point to as your flat earth proof and i I was going to break that down into two sections there because i was going to break it down into your we'll we'll have two so your everyman proof and your scientific proof how's that well there's a couple things i'd like to mention Uh, the 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 what i say is my best proof now is the fact that the globe has no proofs right there and the (laughs) and the 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 lengths that globers you know the anti-flat earthers will go to with the nonsense that they'll spew out there, that to me is some of the best proof that there is. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing that got me was, um, okay, we see ships over the horizon and we can zoom back in and there they are again. So they're not going over the horizon. So when I started seeing all those videos, I went out and bought a P900 right when they first come out and tripod and went down to the beach, sat at the water's edge and zoomed in on people on a beach seven miles away that were sitting at the water's edge. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I zoomed in on a buoy that was like 11 miles away. Round that yeah. down to 10, that's 66 feet of curvature. I could see the buoy, right, on a, on a clear, cool day. And um, so I was like, wait, maybe the curvature calculator is wrong. And I went to the debunking websites to see what they say. And they're like, oh, no, it's the hump in the middle, and it's only half that height, which is ridiculous. Um, but I'll give it to them because we're right. They're wrong. You can have your 33 extra feet. So the buoy should only be 33 feet below the curve. And there it is a 10 foot high buoy, you know, visible. Um, I recently, somebody mentioned this and we're, we're looking into it. I mentioned it it on Globusters yesterday. Um, I've got a, a, what I think is a really good proof. So, you know, gyros, they spin up a gyro on an airplane when it's level on the runway. And then that tells you the orientation of the planes when it's turning left, right, up, down. And that's how they know where the horizon is. Um, And they say that, you know, the globers say, well, gravity and gravity, the gyros are independent of gravity is what, you know, if you fly 6,000 miles, half a quarter way around the world, the the gyro should be perpendicular at that point, but it's not. Um, Yeah. Because, but they say that there's a special little box that makes the gyro turn with the earth, and no one's allowed to look in this box. And you call a company, no one answers the phone. It's like this weird thing. And um, I don't know if you're aware of this this little box, and it's a big mystery yeah, on airplanes. Uh, I've, I've I heard about this, but yeah, I've heard about this box. Obviously, that came up a few years ago, but they right. don't they don't explain that that box is fairly a fairly modern adaptation to the gyro it gyro doesn't explain probably. it for old planes and another thing there was yeah. one plane where the box had failed and they didn't have another one and they're like all right just take good they let the flight go just, anyway yeah just fly right. flying by sight yeah. yeah 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 so 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 forget that take that out so so gyros also work in vertical orientation so here's my um experiment and it's very easy and cheap to do is we get a gyro we mount it on the dashboard of an airplane that's on the equator and we mount it vertical where the gyro spun up um, in an east-west orientation. The plane takes off, right? And yeah. the a pilot doesn't pay attention to the compass or the GPS. He just maintains a heading, dead reckoning on, on the direction of the gyro. So the gyro, we line it, it's east-west. We line it up, uh, you know, on a degree chart and it's on zero. And he just maintains zero according to that gyro. And as you yeah. and I know, um, if the earth is a globe he should be able to maintain an east or a west heading 
Um, but at, at, within a very short distance, that east or west is going to migrate to the north. Um, yeah. And then if you want to, but and here's the other thing, you don't even have to be on the equator. If you're north of the equator, it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything. It works on a globe and a flat earth. But south of the equator, that plane dead reckoning uh, gyro east-west, um, it should, on a globe, spin off to the south. It should south, you know, east and west should migrate to the south as you're going around. And we know that it won't do that. It'll migrate to the north because the earth is flat. Um, it's a simple test. So anywhere from the equator south, we just need to charter a flight, have it do that for a couple hundred miles, and uh, it's game over. Yeah, interesting. Because I, I had a, a thought years back uh, that I, I submitted was if you could get someone uh, just a degree or half a degree north of the equator looking south and do um, boat observations heading south, in theory, with their um, with the what, what what do we call it the equatorial bulge, boats should disappear faster heading south over the bulge because there's a greater curvature, isn't there? Because it's more elliptoid. Yeah, that's, that's a that, that's a hard one. Optical, all sorts of conditions. You know, I know. And uh, and tiny little waves will make a difference. This one, um, I I don't know how the globers can do it. The other one which I which I have is they tell us that seasons happen because we're tilted away from the sun and the fact that during our northern winter we're closer to the sun doesn't matter because it's such a you know it's only a couple percent it's the tilt where the rays are spread over a bigger area because of a tilt but yeah. if you have a ball you can tilt it any way you want tilt is just the angle of the sun to your horizon where your feet are okay yes so in our summer hearing i'm in connecticut i'm not sure where you are um in June, when the sun appears on the horizon, I could feel the heat on my face immediately. Well, yep. when the, if the sun was directly above me um, and there was no shadow, that's my summer. It's 12 noon uh, and the sun is 90 degrees above me. Okay. And no matter where in the world, that, that only happens in between the two tropics and only happens once or twice a year, depending on where you are. Um, and so that is 90 degrees above you. Well, that's because there's no tilt according to the to the globe. At sunrise, that's a 89 degree tilt. That's the yep. most severe tilt. That should be the most spread out concentration of heat. And in June, when the sun is on the horizon, it should be arctically freezing according to the globe. But on June, I can stand at the beach and get a suntan right at sunrise. And yeah. I can feel the heat yeah. on my face. And then in December... At noon, when the sun is like 50 degrees, 55 degrees up in the sky, pretty high in the sky, um, I can feel, I can look up at the sun, I can't even feel the heat on my face. And it's three and a half million miles closer too. So yeah. if people, the problem with, with that proof right there is a non-flat earther can't process that simple information. Their brains aren't indoctrinated to think that way. Well, it'd be, And it's, it's really difficult to explain it to them. It's amazing how many globers would say if you point out to them that during the winter we are closer to the sun and, and vice versa they would say no that's not right we're, we're it's hotter in the summer because we're closer and they and when they don't know their own model it's like um moral bob said to you the other day uh, the amount of people i run into that also think it's the earth's shadow 
that causes moon phases. And even right. in their mainstream model, that's not correct. And you and you have to explain when you have to, when you find yourself having to explain their model to them so they can defend it better. I think there lies a problem. That, you know, it's so when somebody just interviewed. I don't know when it was, but I just saw a video interviewed. Um, at graduation day at Harvard, asked people how the seasons happen, and every single one of them thought it was the distance to the sun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they don't get taught that, do they? Yeah. That's, uh, that's, it, that's because if that. they taught it, like you know, you get somebody that's actually trying to think, um, and if you teach them that, and the tilt, you know, somebody might figure out what I just figured out. That what about at sunrise in June? Shouldn't it be freezing? And it's not. Yeah. No. I, again, I've used the analogy of um, if you um, if you've I mean you used to work on solar panels, so you, you'll know this. But you know, if you're, even if you're just changing a light bulb, uh, if you're close to a light bulb, you can feel the heat coming off it. And then obviously, the further away you get, the the less heat there is. But when I'm stood outside and the sun comes up and or gets partially cloudy, you feel that change in temperature almost instantaneously, very much like if you are near a local heat source, you know what I mean? It, it, that's how obvious it is sometimes. I, I'm with you. Yeah. It's so, it's so obvious. Once you understand what the flat earth model is, the problem is most Globers think they know all the proofs because the guy in a bow tie who lies told them. And, and then they also have been told what the flat earth is, which is what it isn't. So they have two false models. Yes. Right, yeah. they've been told ridiculous nonsense about the flatter, which is ridiculous. I would laugh at it too. I actually did, um, and so they're operating off of two false premises, and they they think they have to choose one. Yeah, that that, that is a big a big hill to climb, isn't it? Um, I don't know how how I mean, how do we get round some of these people that, like you say, that they're constantly. I mean, well, I don't know that the 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 amount of contradictions that they they come up with within one sentence is annoying enough. And, th and then when you point out, they've just contradicted themselves. They'll say, no, I haven't. So I think there's obviously a small group of people that will never ever come to it because they, I, I don't know if, if they're just wired differently. There's and, those and I, that and can I, see, there's those yeah. that can see when shown and shown. there's those that will never see. And there's those that will never see. Yeah. No, that's, that's always a very, a very good statement. Um, and I, I don't know where to go from here, Dave, because the, the next big question, I mean, I've recently came across some information that made me go, hmm, because uh, I'm, I'm X-Forces and the, the nuclear bomb hoax was obviously when that first came up, I was a bit like, oh, no, 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 because I've, I've actually seen them. I've worked on some, you know, very briefly. And I thought, but then I was only told that's what they were. So I asked my dad, who happened to be on Christmas Island, which was the British um, nuclear bomb tests yep. um, back in the, I'm going to say the 50s. And I said to him, when you were detonating these bombs, dad, how far offshore did you have to go before, you know, they would detonate them? And he went, oh, we just stayed on the island, just put our backs to it. <laughs> and I was like, seriously? And I said, so how many bombs have you survived? And he said, six, three H. And two and three hydrogen. <laughs> so, so yeah, sorry, three hydrogen and three atoms bombs. And he was literally on the beach when they detonated them. And I went, "All right, well, that's that's proof enough for me that there's probably some it's shenanigans such a, such going a on." Joke. Somewhere. 
because he said that he says obviously the blast wave pushed them down the beach a little bit. They used to slide on their on their asses. He said on you know on the sand, but ultimately, you know he's he's been right there or as as close as anyone would want to be to a large explosion. So I thought, well, if you've survived that, Dad, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm okay with that then. So interesting though, to say the least. Yeah, it's all about fear. You know, if you if you're afraid of nuclear bombs, you might bang the war drums that we need to go and uh, you know attack Russia. Um, they're just they just want that. That's part of their depopulation. That's part of you know how they run this world. This world is nothing like we believe. Do you know that there's I, the? Do you know how many um, particle colliders there are? Oh God, there's there's loads. That the everyone knows the one in CERN, but there's it's there's like thirty thousand of them. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. A, I was gonna say a staggering amount because they've they're all different sh- shapes and sizes, aren't and, they? And, and, and and like CERN, try to. I challenge you to find of pictures of the construction of that thing. You know, I, I don't know when it was constructed. <laughs> I I think it was it was technology that was here. Maybe the creator made it. Who knows? They stumbled across it and then just started throwing switches. Yeah, I wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised. Well, circling back then, like you say about um, people waking waking up, I think just recently a lot of people have suddenly realised that. I mean, and people have said this for years and years, but I think just recently more people have heard it and actually, you know, there's been like a, a click in their head, which is there's always money for war. Do you know when they say, oh, we can't afford the roads, we can't afford this, we can't afford that, but then all of a sudden they're sending trillions of dollars in aid to the Ukraine and people are saying, well, hang on, I thought we didn't have any money. And now that is maybe a tipping point where people are starting to say, once they realize the monetary system's basically a fraud, that might make them think along other lines. it would give like ten billion dollars to Ukraine or something. I don't. Even, I don't even follow any of this stuff. It's all nonsense, complete and total nonsense. Yeah, it's not like they've put it all in a big duffel bag and flown it over there, is it? It's it's just magic, you know. That it's just someone saying what they've done. It's like a lot of, um, sadly, like a lot of charities when they say, "Oh, you know." give us this and we can do this, that, and the other. And no one ever sees where that money goes or, or what it was spent on, which is sad. So, but then. Yeah. It, it's, um, you know, money is how they control us. And I always say there's two things we have to do. We have to unplug from their matrix and we have to stop playing on their monopoly board because they're monopoly money. And when I say monopoly money, you've, you've seen the comparison of monopoly money to the American dollar. It literally, yeah. they're five, 10, 20, 50, hundred, are the same color, right? So, same so, color, same size. <laughs> yeah, same. Well, no, I think the money's smaller, but it's a, uh, it's. Oh it's, no, um, I mean, like yeah, as in relative terms, like, uh, like in the UK, our five pound notes are smaller than our ten pound notes, which are smaller than our twenties. American bills are all the same size. Yeah, they're all the same size, but they're the same color as the monopoly money. So it, it just showing you that money is a complete construct and it's how they control us. So that's why I'm all about, you know, stop using their money. We need money to survive. So as you know, more and more crypto is, uh, is, you know, thrown about, um, you know, and I'm not a Bitcoin guy. I'm a, I'm a privacy um, crypto guy, you know, like Monero or Parachain yeah. and Doro and, and others, um, you know, and there, there's some stuff coming out. I want to get into the whole crypto thing, but, if we keep playing with their money, 
they still control us. So we need our own money and cryptocurrency, privacy cryptocurrencies are better money. Okay. People, what about gold and silver? Well, how are you going to move around with all gold and silver? It's not, it's not something that you can easily do. Um, no. I, I'm all about, you know, getting out of the monetary system. So. No, I, I think that's a, a good place to kind of end. Cause I know you've got another, you've got a back to back interview, I believe. So you'll be wanting to have at least two minutes to get your head straight. Um, so just quickly then, Dave, can you just tell everyone where to, to find you? Plug any websites, plug the app, obviously. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you Google Flat Earth, you're going to get all propaganda. Like just today, I was looking for Jaronisms. Um, he made a documentary on, on NASA. going. You know, it's, a, it's NASA going nowhere since Go- 1958. I have a, I have a copy on my phone. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I Googled, I searched it in YouTube, and all that came up is propaganda. <laughs> um, just nothing i didn't even put flat earth in there and all i got was propaganda flat earth and anti you know moon landing debunking 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 videos um and I, then i went to his channel searched it there wouldn't come up i mean if you google flat earth you might as well just um remain a glober so that's why one of the reasons i made the app the way it is is it bypasses all those algorithms the daily video every day the the homeschooling section the yeah. friend finder, people are using it as a dating app now because, as you and I know, we only want to hang out with other flat earthers. We don't want to work with other flat earthers. We don't want to work yeah. for or hire other flat earthers. So um, people are using the app in that way to network. You know, back in 2015, 2016, people go, oh, you're a flat earther. Good luck getting a job. And now I look at the Globers. I'm like, you guys, good luck getting a job. We're taking over. And we don't hire Globers. We don't work like that. You know, if there's 50 candidates to a, a position that I'm offering and one of them's a flat earther, that flat earther is getting the job. Okay. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So it, it's changing. So all of my stuff, all of my short videos, my DITRH videos, which are all like under five minutes, um, my interviews, everything is at flatearthdave.com. If you want to book me for a show, flatearthdave.com, you want to, get the app the link is there um just be careful on 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 google play there's a flatter society knockoff one of my app same name stuff they won't take it down and it's horrible you feel free to get it just don't leave me a review on my app saying it sucks because it doesn't <laughs> um yeah and and i get so many emails from people like i got your app i can't find any of the stuff it doesn't look the same i'm like you got the wrong app um the app's the highest rated app in the app store or one of the highest, if, if you will, because there are a few globy one stars in there, but it still doesn't make a difference. Um, are, are you, God, uh, I was going to say, are you still getting people complaining that the moon disappears once a month? Uh, not as much. Before. Not as much. <laughs> right now we're in a new moon. I have not gotten any emails this month, um, but well, normally good. I get, yeah. I get a lot of emails like the moon is gone on the app. I'm like, well, it's also gone from the sky. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> So the the app, we're making incredible improvements and it's getting better and better. The app's $3, as you know. Um, just yep. go read the reviews if you're worried about the $3. And then if you want, there is a subscription, which you don't have to get. It's just if you want to send outgoing messages to other flat earthers, if you want to use the Dark Sky um, app for weather, which I believe Dark Sky charges you $3 a month if you get that app on your own. Um, yeah. And that's included with the app. Or if you want to fill out profiles or view other people's profiles, you have to be a subscriber. And that's $11 a year. Okay. 
And and for the and there's so many people that are worried. I don't like reoccurring. Well, the only way Apple lets you do it is reoccurring, but they email you like a week before going, your subscription is about to renew. You know, yeah. would you like to cancel? So for anyone that's worried about reoccurring charges, um, you get warned, put a note in your calendar that if you're not using it, cancel it. It's only $11. Yeah. I'd like to say from a privacy point of view, um, all I do is I get, um, I don't know if you can do this in the States, but in the UK, you can buy like a, a Google top up card and I just top up my, my account balance. So I don't enter a go. credit card or nothing like that. I just put, you know, a 10 pound top up when I know you're, when the subscriptions coming back around and it just takes it out of my, uh, like my Google wallet and I've entered Once a year, no, no, no big yep. deal. And no, and, no um, credit card know, and just, just one other note, you know, the trolls are like, it's a tracking app. Well, we all know that we're being tracked. My app is the absolute worst app to track you with because it doesn't track you in real time. Like if you leave your house and go somewhere, your dots not going to update for hours or days, depending on, uh, uh, depending on the the situation, um, so if you go somewhere on the app or on the on the friend finder map page, there's a little target button. All you do is yep. tap that twice, and it updates your position. Um, but yes. if you don't want to be updated in real time because you're paranoid, then don't worry about it. And also, it has a approximate location where it'll never update you. It'll always put you within five miles of where you are for those yep. of the super paranoid. Yeah, and remember, if you're not on a government watch list, you should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on a government watch list. Absolutely, yeah. All right, Dave, um, th thank you very much for finding the time to speak to me. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure, uh, and, and maybe we can do it again. All right, no problem. Thanks so much. Send me the recording uh, when it's up. Uh, absolutely, 100%. Cheers, Dave. Bye now. Thanks, bye-bye.